It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. One of the effective characters for guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. James here. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today we'll be sharing our experience on sober thinking in this of the Effective Characters Podcast. Let's go. Woohoo. Woohoo. How is uh how is everything, Dennis? Everything's alright. Good. How are you? Good. Is that is that it? That's that's how the <laughs> Oh, you want to know about my last seven days? Um, I don't know. What did I do? We have not done this. <laughs> 177 other episodes. Weeks. Yeah. Well, if it didn't happen today, I don't remember. So it's winging it each time. But uh, this week, what did I do? Um... Well, you know, my New Year's resolution, right, was to, like, think about filmmaking, right? So I don't know if this counts or not, but, like, y'all can tell me. Is like our friend Matt, who is my sponsee, who's not really in the program anymore, but he's doing well and sober or whatnot. Um, he uh, is doing a website or whatever, right? And he's making these, like, kind of introduction and ex- instructional like short videos for it so he asked me to help him with it so i did film one with him already and i'm going to sit down with him and go over his scripts because he needs a lot of work on them and then film them for his website so does that count as like making a film this year i'm just glad you had something to say for the week well does it count or not yeah sure I mean, I would say it, 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 it counts as far as it's a, it's a project you're working on. I mean, hey, do whatever you want. But, I mean, we're only in February. So why not try for two movies this year? Huh? Oh, oh man. I, we'll you know, I, think it, I think it counts because there's so many people in the film industry and, you know, most of them aren't doing – projects that they want to do they're working with collaboration with a bunch of other artists so i think that if you're just out there helping other people and being part of a team that's better than staying home and being on youtube and watching streaming shows yeah. all day. service yeah. you know what show you know what show i started watching gremlins 2 no oh that show you on yeah. Netflix. It's a little disturbing for me. It really is. Like, I avoided it for a long time because I had watched some of the first season and I was like, this dude is really messed up. 
but then like a new season came out like the third or what fourth or something like that so i was like all right i don't have anything to watch so i'll give it a shot and it is really freaking disturbing (laughs) it really is like there's a reason i avoided it for like so many years i think it's messed up did you watch willow Oh, yeah. I watched Willow as it was coming out. I loved Willow. I thought it was great. I couldn't couldn't get past the second episode. Really? Oh, it was like um, all the teenagers were talking like they were in 2023 and it was like a teenager. (laughs) It was so horrible. The acting and the the lines were so bad. They weren't like they didn't transport you to like a fantasy land far away. They're like, oh, we're just normal teenagers. And, well, I mean, they definitely get transform you. Like, it gets more and more into the fantasy realm as it goes. But I enjoyed it. I liked it. I, I couldn't get through the Lord of the Rings. So, oh, I love the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that's now out is 80 for Brady. I think that looks pretty good. <laughs> what is that? It's <laughs> old ladies who want to meet Tom Brady. We're going yeah. to the Super Bowl. Ooh. It's like Jane Fonda, Sally Fields, Lily Tomlin, and they all it's a real story. Women turned 80 years old, they're best friends, and they they make a trek to the Super Bowl. It happened back in 2018 to go see Tom Brady. And uh yeah, it's pretty good. Wait, is, so, is this a real film coming this out? This is a real film. It's out in theaters right now. Oh my god. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's it, it kind of reminds me if we all were a fan of somebody and we turned 80 years old and we're like, forget it. We're doing whatever we can to make it to whatever. Yeah, Me- yeah. <laughs> yeah we're yeah. we're we're seniors. We're 80 years old. Let's go stalk someone because they're a celebrity. That's such like a 15 year old thing to do, <laughs> which which is great. Right. Because when you're 80. They say you almost age backwards. So as we get older, our parents almost become our kids. If you're lucky enough that your parents are still here, like yeah. you have to help them with stuff. And um, so, yeah, yeah. I, anyway, like I'm kidding slash not kidding because I, uh, you know, I think those actresses are some of the best of their generation. And just to be able to like see them uh, together and with Tom Brady, how great is that? Yeah, I mean, I'm more interested in them than I am Tom Brady. I could care less about Tom Brady. I think he's only in it for like a second because they actually, you know, they they had him put the uniform of the New England Patriots back on. And Rob Gronkowski is actually in it in a scene like they made their way in real life. They made their way into the locker room of the Patriots back in 2018. Like they found their way there and Rob Gronkowski was there. He's like the, you know, people say yeah. he's like a jock, like an idiot. He played for the Buccaneers as well. But yeah. uh, it's he's like, like Tom Brady's right hand man kind. Yeah. But it was, I don't know, the, all the trailers, like I'm sure it's going to be like terrible, but yeah. it it, yeah. does, <laughs> it, look, it looks like a movie that you don't have to, you know, transport yourself into a different world, you know. So. Yeah, Ant Man and the Wasp comes out this week. It does. Yeah, like I think <laughs> I think Friday or something or Thursday. Nice. 
I'm rooting for the Wasp. Yeah. They're on the same team. I'm rooting for the Wasp. <laughs> I'm rooting for the magnifying glass. Oh. I'm rooting kind of for Kang. Jonathan Majors plays Kang the Conqueror. And I don't feel like the fandom has given him the respect that he deserves. Okay. So I'm hoping he does really good in this movie. He was in Loki, the man who knew too little. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Well, that's that's good, Dennis. Well, here's to another film in the future. Hope it goes yeah, well, smashingly. Good work. Yeah. How are you, James? Who said that? Is that you, Me. Mike? Me. Oh, hi, Mike. I don't know. Have you have you guys heard the good news? From what, you? What, yeah. Which good news? The that, Toy Story yeah, movie? The, yeah, the Toy Story. I was I um was I already picked last time we shared? No, I don't think so. Oh, I got the Woody's job. Woohoo! Yeah, I am now officially one of Andy's toys. So what what does that look like for you time wise? Uh, my hire date is March. Tw- okay, so I got an email saying um, congratulations, and it was on March fifth, which is my birthday. They're like, your start date is March fifth, and then probably about five minutes later, I got an email correction. Your actual start date is March twelfth, and March twelfth is my wife and I's anniversary. So, so I was like, okay, well, if that's not, you know, kind of God talking to you, like here, these are two very important dates. You're yeah. going to these. Yeah. And like, oh, what about flying fish? Yeah. I, my leader about it. I was like, so thank you for the training the past couple of weeks, but I got hired at Woody's. My start date is March 12th. She's like, oh, oh my. She's like, I was like, well, what do you think? She's like, she told me that Woody's is rodeo roundup is it's like the newest um, most sought after restaurant in all of Disney. You know, it opened a new restaurant in about ten years since be our guest wow. in the parks. So like everyone's trying to to. Get, she said the fact that you got it, you know, says something about you, and it also says that um, she said flying fish will always be here. But to be part of an opening team is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. That's what she said. And um, so I've I've already joined the little Facebook page where all the servers are on, already talking smack. (laughs) Wow. It's so good. I'm so excited. I don't know. So, right now, is it going to be like Beauty and the the Beast as far as they'll have a previous menu and everything else? Okay. yeah, it's going to be about $60 per adult, $35 per child. And it's going to be as big as Be Our Guest. So probably a lot, a lot. There's actually some videos on Instagram. You can check out the interior. But other than that, you know, I don't know. I don't know much. So I am technically thinking- right now you have four jobs, right? So you're, which ones are you going to drop? Uh, unknown. I'm I'm still taking my assessment for flying fish tomorrow. I I take a written one uh, on Wednesday, and then an actual 
sit down and serve the the leaders on the so because I'm still status there, so I'll be um yeah. So I still got to take my test. <laughs> are Are you gonna still work at Outback? Um, yeah, because I'm not. I didn't get full time. I got part time. Oh, yeah, yeah. It looks like they just hired part time to part time, full time to full time. So it, that would have been wonderful, especially since I didn't get um, insurance again this year. That kind of sucks. Yeah. I didn't work enough hours last year, but it's hard. It's hard when you work two jobs, you know, it's hard to work full time at one of them. I'm just like, so we're just going to have to get, um, insurance uh, by ourselves without a support of a job, but Disney has the best insurance. That's why I was really kind of hoping I got full time. Now, if you, what if you worked like part-time at Flying Fish and part-time at Woody's, would that be... Say that again? If you did part, part-time part at Woody's Hello? and part-time at Flying Fish, does that count as full-time? Oh, say that? No, no. You have to be status as full-time. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm super excited. I was jumping up for joy. Talitha actually got me a congratulations balloon. And she got me two cards, and she put one of the cards in the refrigerator. She's like, just in case the first card wasn't good, here's a second card, because I know you love food. And the balloon was a giant round balloon, said congratulations, and it had graduation hats on it. So that was cute. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. So Good for you, James. What about you, buddy? Is your... um, is Chloe back? Yep. So uh, one additional person that I'm going to be uh, doing a show with in the, the morning. She is back. A lot of people are really confused because they're seeing all photos of the two people in the morning show. Uh, I think I, I talked last week. I won't be joining them with my changed hours till mid-April. Uh <laughs> And this morning, my ex-wife saw the photo and reached out and said, so you're not doing mornings anymore? And started sending a bunch of questions. And uh, it's funny because I I talked to you guys about this topic yesterday before any of this happened. And I'm really proud of myself that I typed out and deleted two different texts as a response to many of her questions that had nothing to do with my daughter. Uh that I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me. Essentially, she's like, so are you just the producer? Are you just doing this? Are you?" And it's like so many questions that have nothing to do that I typed out and deleted something like, uh, with all due respect, this has nothing to do with her daughter. You're not a part of my life. Don't act like you care. It's coming off as just gossip, which it truly is because she doesn't care about any of that stuff. She just, she wants to, I look at that as she wants to have her cake and eat it too, um, type of stuff. But instead I didn't type anything and I felt good about myself for about five minutes. And then she, uh, said that, uh, my daughter, Olivia 
uh, yesterday was crying, screaming and yelling, saying that she doesn't want to come see me and that she dreads seeing me and she hates seeing me. And when she said that, um, I usually don't swear in this podcast, but I said, I text her back and I said, I'm just going to say this. I think it's pretty fucked that you would tell me that my daughter is dreading to see me. Uh, please tell her I said, happy Valentine's day. And she wrote back apologizing, but that's kind of what I'm, you know, that's a big thing that I'm dealing with. Uh, I think any of my happiness and success, uh, whenever anything comes, she says she's really happy. And then the month after it's like hell, you know, and it's a lot to deal with And I turn it over to God, but, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't have her like bully me and say that my daughter hates me. And she's crying and screaming, saying she doesn't want to see her dad. You know, like, that's really hurtful. Um, and, and it just happened like 30 minutes ago. So it's like, it's fresh. But I think, I think that's terrible. And, yeah, you know, that's, that's not I'm, cool. I'm always going to take the high road. Uh, but I also stand like, we, what's the term? Like, you know, we come into the program and the program and the people in it as a part of it, love that person that's new to the program until they learn how to love themselves. And I did that with the program. And I know my path was I was supposed to have my daughter and I was supposed to also find somebody that loved me the way that I deserve to be. Uh, and that was not my ex-wife, which is why I'm no longer with her. But also you have to like, you teach people how to treat you, you know, and if people treat you poorly and you take it, you're not telling them that that's not okay. So, you know, I don't think anything truly, I don't think anything will change because since I got sober, probably like when I was two years sober, I started actually putting my foot down to being treated the way that I should be treated. Um, so that means the last six years I've been trying to teach her this and she's not going to get it, but I can't, I, I can't let stuff go, you know, um, with it. So like, that's, I guess that's the things I'm working through, but everything else is really good. Uh, uh, my fiance Becky started a new job and yesterday was her first day and it was great. It allowed her to, um, she's more like management in, in nursing so she's not having to do a lot of the really tough day to day hands on, you know, lifting pregnant mothers up and getting them around to walk around and teaching them how to, she there's stuff that she misses. But the majority of it, she's really excited about. She has her own cubicle. It's funny to see through people's eyes what people get excited about because to me it's like it's just a cubicle she's like can you believe i have my own office phone you know and uh she's yeah she's really happy with all that so um yeah so i'm i'm happy for her and um yeah that's about it everything's going good uh i'm gonna start doing some videos and some funny things uh moving forward with my job that uh will be good to kind of get back into it um, so yeah, so that's, that's it. That's the last seven days. Uh, so sober thinking is something I, I sent you guys. I think it was because I still, 
I I deal with it on a regular basis of sometimes my what are they, uh, like my teeth don't stop me from saying something before I have to uh, make a future amends, you know, and I try to take my time in reacting to something because still, no matter how many days, my first reaction when any t- I mean, that's why I typed out those messages twice and then I deleted it and said, like, no, it's everything's going to stay the same. And in April is when it's going to be. But that was not the first two messages, you know, and I uh, something that helped me is the three P's, uh, the first home group I was in. There was this guy, I forget what his name was, but his message was always, it's always the three P's. You pause, you pray, and you stay in the present. And that that usually gets me out of a lot of trouble, you know. But it takes a lot of tools to know how to soberly think, you know. Uh, sometimes I forget what sober thinking is. And then I go to a meeting and I actually listen to all the shares. And I say, oh, that's that's a good good way to make sure like it's how people react to life, you know, life on life's terms and how to get through it Uh, and just pausing, you know, praying for the the answer uh, or the solution to come to me and to stay in the present of like not project into the future how I think something's going to go, you know, if, if I. If I project and react, it will usually that projection, I will almost force it into being what happens because my actions right now will uh, will not be not be sober ones. You know, it's I you can you can be sober and still not soberly think, you know, I always used to think that I was the victim and oh, woe is me. Um, And today that's not if I'm on the beam, that's, that's not where my head goes first, you know, being of service to somebody else. Uh, you know, Dennis, I don't, I don't think you would have uh, helped uh, Matt out if you were thinking about yourself, you know, with it, maybe afterwards you're like, wait, does this count as a movie? <laughs> like, does this count? Is that film that I said that I was going to, but that, you're always you're really great with it you too james but like there's never a time where if somebody asks you asks to help you're not like i'm not gonna have time for it i'm not gonna be able to do this because you know that the feeling afterwards will be better and that's that's sober thinking of thinking of somebody else before yourself when it comes to it so who wants to go next I'll go, I guess. Yay! Yay! <laughs> the long pause, I'm guessing James didn't want to go. <laughs> I was just um, waiting to see what you would do. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, sober thinking. It's, it's, I don't think it's defined anywhere, like in the book or anything, right? But we hear about it a lot. So, like, when I think about it, you know, I think the selflessness that you that mike touched on just now is a big part of it you know it's it's we uh learn to think or 
consider others in our thoughts, you know, in our actions and stuff that we're no longer the center of the universe that they're, that our actions do have uh, effects on the people around us, you know, and that sober thinking is, is thinking about how those, our actions, the, the choices we make in life will affect the people around us, our loved ones and our friends and even just acquaintances or coworkers and stuff. Um, on top of that, I think um, sober thinking would involve a little bit of logic you know like i think when i'm drunk and on drugs all the times and stuff my my thinking is very illogical to the point where like you know i'll believe in my own delusions kind of thing and think that like if this happens this will happen when it's completely like not logical that that would happen or whatever so i think you know, having a little bit of critical thinking instead of just uh, following the next whim or the next emotion or whatever is a big part for me. And it was a big part of, uh, of sober thinking. Um, yeah. And I think also one thing that James will probably touch on, I'm not sure though, I'm, I'm speculating here, but uh, being like, God conscious in a way, you know what I'm saying? To where, uh, you know, being sober and, and having a, a conscious contact with God is, is, uh, I don't know. I was going to say a tool, but it's not a tool. It's like a way of life or whatever. Right. So like whenever I live and go throughout my day or whatever, I don't have to rely on myself. You know, I can give a lot of my day and my expectations and, and my fears and worries and stuff to my higher power. Right. So, um, and like putting that first in the point of where, you know, uh, whenever I, I have an emotion that's complex or I have a fear or I have a decision to make that I don't know what's the right thing, the first thing I do is I bring that to God, right? And I, and I surrender it to him and work it out with him or whatever. And that's even before I would say that I go to my sponsor or my fellowship or whatever, you know? And I think that's something that was not necessarily present whenever I was drunk and high all the time. You know, it's, it's, it's whenever the thinking starts, it, it always starts with like a little prayer or a little surrender or whatever, and then go on to the rest of that sober thinking stuff, you know, with the logic and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, I think that's all I got. What you say, James? Oh, that's so good, Dennis. You too, Mike. Just wonderful. Um, you know, the first thing I think about is how my thinking is, how it is on a day-to-day basis, minute by minute. And, um, you know, I used to worry all the time, uh, fearful. I'd always be thinking about the past, um, you know, what I don't have, how am I going to get what I want, blah, blah, blah. And, um, 
and I've I've come to find out that that's like what most of the people on Earth are like. They're always worrying. They're always thinking about what they don't have, and you know, to get past that, you really have to have an awakened spirit, which I've learned to do by getting sober. When I was when I was drinking, I was I was anything but awakened. I was living for the moment, which meant living for the drink, and then, you know, reaping all the rewards of what alcoholic what an alcoholic life does. And that is really no reward at all. It's just destruction and mayhem. So, you know, sober living today um, looks, or sober thinking today looks like, um, you know, I'm going to have these thoughts and they're not always going to be good ones. I'm going to get a bad tip at a restaurant and I'm, my first thought will be like, how dare they? I, I hope they fall when they walk outside and, and, fall on the ice then i'll be like oh there is no ice out here this is florida okay that was silly <laughs> and you know stuff like that wait, wait. you're not you're you're more worried about you were wrong about the ice and not that you were wishing harm on a person hey it's little baby steps man baby steps yeah yeah and you should say, you should say i hope they get struck by lightning in that thunderstorm that's what you <laughs> should say so you know and i i get these thoughts and um you know, but those thoughts come and go as quickly as they as they can. And that's today because I, I've shared it before that I, I have the golden key. And what it is, it's actually someone gave me this little golden pamphlet and it was the golden it was called the golden key. And after reading the pamphlet, I was um quickly aware that all it is is anytime you have any negative thought or you're disturbed about something, focus your attention on God. That's it. That's they could have put it in one paragraph. They did a whole little pamphlet. But um, <clears throat> so I try to do that. And by doing that, that keeps me in the present moment. Um, I love the pa, pray, proceed. That's that's amazing. Um, you know, you just for me, sober thinking is really focusing on what's at hand uh, being kind and loving to all you guys touched on it with with service work um, anytime something's asked of me I, I do it and I find I get the most rewards when I do the things that I don't want to do so and, like, unless it's artwork for me yeah, I, I gave you. <laughs> I said I gave you a disclaimer. I I I have about two hundred flashcards, and I have I'm still studying. They're sitting right next to me. So let me work on Dennis's project or study and pass the test. Let me see. And then here's the kicker. work on my project. Obviously, is the and right. Here's name. the kicker. I've got a whole new thing I got to study for now. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, I'm, I'm. It's just horrible timing. But anyways, I um, sober thinking to me is um, whenever you're getting a bad thought, arrest that thought and go to God. You know, be aware of your thoughts as they come in, and as quickly as thoughts come in, focus on your breathing. Focus on your breathing. Relax and take it easy, right where you are. You know. Your mind is like another person inside you. It says so much crap all the time. 
we're not our mind. We're like the being sitting on the other side of your mind, watching your mind work. Most people are like in a deep, deep dream state. I think when you've been awakened, you're more in a lucid dream. So that means you know you're in a dream and you can you can kind of direct the dream. So I think being an awakened spirit living on this world uh, is a great way to live. You know, we can't control our mind all the time, but we can certainly respond to the way it acts sometimes. So, you know, be loving, be kind, uh, be aware, uh, do service, and, you know, just have the foresight to see that when you put anything in your body like drugs or alcohol, it's going to just cause mayhem, destruction, and sadness. So stay away from that. That's all I got. Love it. Thank you, guys. Another great one. Who would have thunk? We can do a couple of good ones every year. Yeah. So this is good. You know what? I think we've already done a couple. So let's just rest on our laurels, as Sam <laughs> tells us. And this will be the rest of them. We'll just do Taryn shares. Is that okay, James? Yeah. <laughs> we haven't done one of those in a while. That's right. Because, Dennis, I asked you if you could make some new new pieces of paper. That I, did, say, I did last time. When? The last time we did it, I no had new way. Idea. I don't believe yep. that. Yep. The the second to last time I did not do it, but the last <laughs> but the last time okay. I did. Well, well, maybe maybe we should do a tear and share next week, since we haven't done one in a while. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, yeah. that, that'll be fun. So that'll be episode one eighty. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Or one seventy nine. I don't even know where the heck we are. What? Where am I? Uh. Well. <laughs> We'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you with another episode with an effective character who's entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, remove. Oh my goodness. Think, think, think. How about that? And learn how to talk. <laughs> See you next time.